0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins, minister with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for just about 13 minutes. A short time, but oh, that's so important because we need to grow in our faith, and faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We also need to stay in a good close personal relationship with God and being in his word every day helps us to do that. We also need to have a good spiritual mindset to be able to deal with all that life throws at us every day and being in his word helps us to do that. Now, you know people in your life, probably some within your own family who need to turn their lives around. They need to develop that relationship with God. They need to be thinking about their soul's salvation and eternity because it's coming. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing today with your friend, your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their lives around by sharing these short studies with them every day getting them into god's word every day you may help them get to heaven what a great blessing that will be for them and it will also be a great blessing for you so make that commitment start sharing today i'm going to go back to our line of thought and study asking the question is church membership necessary for my salvation do i need to be a member of the church in order to be saved in order to have a home in heaven Is it really necessary for me to be a member of a church? Well, again, not just a church or any church. You need to be a member of the Lord's church. Again, the very succinct answer, straightforward, clear-cut, difficult to misunderstand. In fact, almost impossible to misunderstand. Acts chapter 2 and verse 47. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. There are no saved outside the church because those who come to salvation, the Lord adds to his church. And so the church is made up of the saved. And anyone who is not in the church is not among the saved. It's that simple, that clear cut, that straightforward. The church is the body of Christ, as we noted and read in in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, and identified again in that way in Colossians 1 and verse 18. Jesus is the head of the body, which is his church. And then in verse 24, again, the body of Christ, the church, one and the same, the church is his body. We saw in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13, for by one spirit we were all baptized into one body. That's the church. And then in verse verse 27 of that same chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, now you are the body of Christ and members individually. You are the body of Christ and members individually the church is his body in ephesians chapter 5 and verse 30 for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones now how do you get any more personal in an identifying relationship with christ as being a part of his church As being a Christian, a true Christian within his church, not just some church, but his church, than that. My, again, listen, we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. And this particular letter from Paul has already identified the church as being his body. Again, chapter 1, verses 22 and 23. He put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. There should be no question in our mind. But there are a whole lot of people out there today trying to excuse themselves for not being a member of the Lord's church, for not being an active part of his body, the church. It's inconvenient for them. It takes up too much of their time, they think. Had a lady tell me one time that she worked six days a week and Sunday was the only day that she had to sleep late, I believe she put it. Huh. Was missing an eternal home in heaven worth sleeping late when the church would meet on the first day of the week? Absolutely not. We read also in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, that all things that God has blessed us through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places, and those spiritual blessings in the heavenly places are in Christ, and to be in Christ is to be in his body, the church. What are those blessings? Well, it's a long list no condemnation, Romans 8 and verse 1, but but all of these are listed. You can simply look at other references through the scriptures to kind of cement them in your mind, but Paul goes on and he says, no condemnation. He said sanctification, being made new creatures or a new creation, redemption, forgiveness, Inheritance, providential care from God, including material blessings. Reconciliation to God, being brought back into a right relationship with him. Access to God through prayer and through his word. All of God's promises. Indwelling of the spirit. Names enrolled in heaven. You can see that in Philippians 3 and verse 20 salvation bottom line salvation completeness spiritual life all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in christ now spiritual blessings then are unavailable in the world that is outside of christ they have the opportunity to take part of those spiritual blessings They can get into God's word, as we keep emphasizing, is the purpose of this particular daily Bible study. And through that blessing, but they have to take it seriously. They have to get into God's word. And they have to, even upon learning those teachings, make the applications in a proper way. But then they can come into Christ as they surrender to him in baptism for the remission of their sins, being baptized into him Romans 6 and verse 3, Galatians 3 and verse 27. Those outside of Christ, what does Paul say? Again, in his letter to the Ephesian church, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Romans 6 and verse 23, the wages of sin is death. So those outside of Christ, those outside of his body, the church, dead in sin, dead in sin and without hope, and without God. Chapter 2 and verse 12 of Ephesians, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Now again, if you want one verse of scripture that's going to succinctly lay out the dangers of not being in the Lord's church, in his body, in Christ, the dangers of being out there in the world, outside of Christ, outside of his church? How could you, what verse of scripture could be more scary than that one? You were without Christ. You're aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. You were strangers from the covenants of promise. You had no hope. You were without God in the world. Now that was speaking of the Gentiles at that particular time but the principles apply to us without Christ, outside of Christ, outside of his body, outside of the church. Think about this idea, this concept. God's Swiss army knife. Now I don't know if you have a Swiss army knife. I have one that's Actually, I think a knockoff of the Swiss Army knife. My son gave it to me for a Christmas present one one year. I don't use knives, pocket knives. I just don't carry them. So I appreciated getting the present. I left it in the box, and I think I put it in a drawer. But I appreciate the idea. You open up a Swiss Army knife, and there's all kinds of tools in there. It's not just the knife blades, but there's a can opener in there, corkscrew, it goes on and on. Well, the church is the consummation of God's eternal purpose for mankind, for humanity. In Ephesians 3 and verse 11, well, let's go back to verse 8. Ephesians 3, beginning with verse 8. Paul says to me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. and Oh, to be in Christ. The riches... Spiritual riches are beyond imagination basically. He goes on and says, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. To the intent, now notice this, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places The church's responsibility is to make known God's will and promises and the hope that God offers humanity throughout all the world. That's part of, central to the job of the church. According to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. Before God ever created mankind, He already had the church in his mind. That was part of the plan. He would send his son into this world as the Savior because God knew and we know that we need a Savior. We need forgiveness from our sins. And so he would send his son into this world as the Savior. And part of his ministry in this world would be to establish the church to establish the church. And the church would be his body. He would add the saved to his church. Acts 2 and verse 47. And the church would have the responsibility of teaching the saving message of the gospel of Christ throughout the whole world in every generation. Oh, oh, The church is the body of Christ. By virtue of being in the church, God offers us all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. And we have the responsibility as the church to teach the gospel of salvation, the gospel of Christ throughout the world in every generation. God has purpose for the church. It's the body of Christ. It's the saved. It is the house of God, the church of the living God. 1 Timothy 3 and verse 15. It is the pillar and ground of the truth. God's Swiss army knife. Interesting, interesting illustration. Let's pray. Father, we come to you at this time thanking you for loving us so much and letting us love you. Thank you for loving us so much that you sent your Son into this world as our Savior and giving us the opportunity to be a part of his body, the church that he established on this earth. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father. And guide humanity everywhere to see their need to be a part of his body the church we pray this father we also ask you father please forgive us in your name in, in Jesus' name we pray amen